0: Welcome to the Big Little Things Podcast How are you today? Are you well? I'm not too bad, thanks for asking In fact I'm sat here currently reading some fun facts Thought I might share some with you Did you know? Banging your head against a wall for an hour Burns 150 calories Uh, What about this fact? A flock of crows is known as a murder Uh, 29th of May Pop that in your diaries because it's officially put a pillow on your fridge day. And for any nature lovers out there, um, did you know birds don't urinate? Now, apparently those fun facts and that useless trivia makes me more of an interesting person. If you Google how to be more interesting, one of the suggestions is to learn more interesting facts. But quite honestly, I'm not convinced of that. And I suspect neither are you you know that begs the question what does make a person interesting and how can we be more interesting is there like a a recipe is there a secret key or element that all interesting people seem to have in common and why is it such a burning question for us one of the top searched phrases on the internet is how to be more interesting Well that's the subject that our guest today has decided to explore with us and I'm excited to welcome Jazz Parmentary because uh, the irony is she is an entertaining, engaging, interesting person and I'm excited to have her on our show. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this episode and we'll catch up at the end just to see what you think. (laughs) Welcome back, and I'm thrilled to have Jazz on our podcast. Welcome, Jazz. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing very good, thank you. Very happy to be with you, Mark. Uh, We're going to have some top quality banter.
0: We are. You excited? Thank you.
1: Yeah, well excited. Ready to to get going.
0: (laughs) Good. So, I am curious, because usually when um, a guest is coming onto the show, Um, as you know the format is the guest decides and chooses what the topic will be and typically it can take quite a while for them to think of a subject that they want to speak about but with you when we discussed the the possibility of you coming on the show it was literally within five or ten minutes you came up with this topic so is it something you just thought of on spot or as I suspect is it just something you've been discussing and thinking about up previously?
1: Do you know, I think it's a weird one because it's one of those things that I regularly think about. For example, right. I catch myself regularly if I've been in the company of other people and I come home. I I really overthink when I get home. Was I interesting enough? You know, did I, did I, was I boring? Did I say anything a bit controversial? Did I upset anyone? You know, I, I overthink a lot yes. about whether. Yeah, I've been interesting and I often if I spend time with someone and they've like sort of bored me a little bit, I'll come home and I'll say to me, Philippine, you know, <laughs> something a bit more interesting. They could have asked me something, you know, and it's not about being self-absorbed or it, you know, all about yourself. But I regularly ask myself and I talk about what makes someone interesting, what yeah. what I admire about others. Does that make sense? It does.
0: It does. And I think it, if you, if you are. And I, when I say you, I mean the royal you. I mean all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. When we kind of ask that question about whether people are interesting or how we could be more interested, it's kind of predicated on the fact, fact that we perhaps suspect we're not that interesting or maybe we're just surrounded yeah. by boring people. And that's yeah. why the question crops up, I think.
1: Yes, yeah, that's it. And I mean, I hope I'm not the only one who often spends time with others and you feel like you're giving them the third degree. Like, you feel like you're getting nothing back. And it's like, it's not that you want someone to ask you questions, is it? You want the whole conversation about yourself. But it is like a bit of give and take, isn't it?
0: Has
1: that happened to you or is it just me? No,
0: it's not not just you at all. In fact, funny enough, I was reading a study a little while ago um, and it was about, That people feel inherently rewarded when they are given an opportunity to speak about themselves. So like you say, not in a kind of egotistical, Uh. narcissistic sort of way, but if if you um, scan a brain, like in an fMRI uh, scanner, Mm -hmm. all of the brain regions that are associated with motivation and reward all suddenly light up and spark up when someone's given an opportunity to speak about themselves. So if if you are given by a friend or someone in the company an opportunity to maybe share, like, a, your story or your experience, that's really rewarding. And if someone's interested in you, then you mm. suspect that they are an interesting person.
1: Yeah, because that's the point I was thinking about the other day. And I was thinking, actually, yesterday I was thinking a bit about some points about being interesting. I thought it's not just about being interesting, is it? It's about being interested. So. Yes. The kind of two work hand in hand, don't they? So you you can be an interesting person. So you can have had some phenomenal experiences. You can have some cracking stories. You can have all the banter in the world. But if you're not interested in others, then it's kind of you're not really the full the full thing. If I don't know if that makes sense, you know you've got to have a bit of both, haven't you? You've got to you be have... interesting, and you've got to be interesting.
0: You have, got to be... I, I, and I don't think. I think the two are intrinsically linked. I don't think you can be interesting unless you're interested. I absolutely exactly. agree. Exactly. And I think, and I don't know what you think about this, but I think there's a big difference between someone that has an interesting life and someone who's interesting. So, like, I know people that yes. have had really, really great experiences and interesting lives, and they've tried but they aren't that interesting.
1: I know, and, and that's weird.
0: And conversely, there's others that have led very mundane, ordinary lives that are just really sort of engaging.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's sort of like I was I was thinking about people who I know who I would call interesting people. Yeah. And one of the most interesting people I know is a friend of mine who can play nearly every instrument you can imagine. Oh, okay. But not that that makes him an interesting person. It's kind of the fact that he's willing to try anything. And he turns up everywhere. I mean, I got a train back from London. I, was, I went to concert in London. I was getting the train back. The train was delayed. There was issues. Three o'clock in the morning, we're waiting for this train. And who turns up? Him.
0: In the middle of London.
1: Three o'clock in the morning. That's the sort of person he is. Right. I had to do the thing in, in MK Milton Keynes. Who turns up to play the guitar? Him. He just wow. turns up. You know, he's willing to try and do anything. Yeah. Um, and he's fun to be with. You know, if you play a game with him, he'll always cheat. You know, he's a yes. fun character to spend yeah. time with. He's always interested in you. So it, that's the key, isn't it? <laughs> it do you know someone? Have you thought of someone yourself who's interesting?
0: Yeah, there's, there's lots of sort of friends I've got that that are interesting and it's, it's hard to sometimes drill down to to kind of single out any particular key but what I have noticed and I don't know whether you've done that personality tests or anything like that <laughs> I've
1: done them all which hot chocolate am I I've done it all <laughs> it. which hot
0: chocolate are you by the
1: way um they said a Horlicks hot chocolate you know the hot chocolate you can get that's with Horlicks
0: classic yeah
1: yeah like a bedtime one <laughs>
0: nice <laughs> um so uh psychologists when they do personality tests or personality traits they will use the big five which measures um five different personality traits and one of them is openness and that's not openness about being open about your feelings or emotions it's about being open to new ideas new experiences uh, new tastes that kind of thing and i find that most of the people i find interesting measure really high on that particular personality trait like they're just open to all sorts of new things
1: absolutely yeah yeah I totally agree with that and I often find them sort of people are this is going to sound like a weird way to describe someone but they're authentic yeah like they're unapologetically themselves you know they and I think there's nothing worse than spending time with someone who sort of feels they've got to keep things to themselves or feels they can't be themselves in case others might sort of see through them
0: yeah,
1: or might not like their authentic self. Yes. You get what I mean? Like, um, it's sort of like, I was thinking about that quote and I think it's by Marianne Williamson. Right. You know, the one something in it about that. It's not enlightening shrink back so other people don't feel insecure around you yes and to me that sums up so much about being interesting you you don't need to shrink yourself back you don't need to hide parts about yourself in order to not make others feel insecure because interesting people actually that's what makes them interesting is they are what they are and they're not afraid to make others feel insecure yeah um I was thinking about like a experience for me I'm a vegetarian
0: yeah
1: and now the first thing people ask when I say I'm a vegetarian is what made you a vegetarian Mm -hmm. the truth of it is I think it's cruel to kill animals and to eat them
0: yeah
1: that's quite controversial and I'm always worried that I'll upset the person
0: who's asked me because they as as they're tucking into a burger
1: exactly (laughs) so I'm saying basically I'm afraid to say that but really that is how I feel yeah. That is how I feel. I feel it is wrong to eat an animal. I'm worried always about upsetting and offending others. Yes, but one of those things where you know you've you've got to learn to, to say things that are a bit controversial. Obviously, you want to be tactful, don't you? Yeah, you know.
0: I and I, I absolutely agree with that. I think there's a kind of universal fear that stops us from being yeah. interesting. There's a there's a fear of of coming across as maybe stupid or too emotional. or um there's there's, there's kind of a a sensor that kind of stops us from being us we we almost lose faith in the fact that we might be saying something interesting and then we back out of it yeah
1: it's so true yeah it's so true and i think that that is the crux of what makes someone a really interesting person is when they're not afraid to say that um there's there's something i was laughing about this morning uh because i said to my husband am i an interesting person i said i feel like a hypocrite like i'm coming on talking about being am i actually quite a boring person so we were chatting about things about us that we've been through what kind of our conversation skills are like yeah so i said okay i'm actually ashamed to admit this but i'm gonna
0: um
1: my family think it's funny to laugh we often laugh about poo like yeah if someone's done a poo it's not a secret thing it's not it's just funny yeah it's just really funny and we laugh about that all the time so that's not to me that's not a private subject it's not something that's like oh um taboo you know like to me it's just normal everyone does it let's not act like we don't because we yes. all do
0: yeah
1: right so often if a conversation's going a bit dry and I'm like and I start to panic because I can't bear conversations that go dry
0: yeah
1: and I've got this question, Mark, and I hope you're ready for it, but it's always like it separates people. <laughs> it, it separates. Are you ready? I'm
0: okay. ready. I'm ready.
1: The question I ask is, and I genuinely want your answer.
0: Okay.
1: Is, okay, so would you rather always smell poo
0: yeah.
1: or smell of poo?
0: Okay, so <laughs> this, this, this is incredible because um, last year we started doing a podcast called Would You Rather? Oh, I
1: didn't know that.
0: And one of the questions was uh, uh, was based on this. It was about smells. Would you rather your breath smell of poo? Oh, <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was essentially based on this. So would I rather smell poo or smell of poo? Yeah. Um, God, that's a tough one. I think I, well, my suspicion, is you know, when like um, you go to, we've had a dog, you know, when you go to someone's house and they've got a dog, Yes. Yeah. And, and the first thing you smell is dog. The
1: dog. Yeah. But
0: because the owners have lived in that house, they they kind of get a bit of uh, old factory fatigue, like nasal fatigue. They just can't smell yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I think I would be able to get my head around smelling poo because after a while, I don't think I would notice it, you smell it anymore.
1: Okay. So even if you were eating a roast dinner, like your favorite meal, your favorite drink, you would always have that kind of essence of poo there, and that wouldn't
0: bother you. I mean, it would bother me. But you would rather that over I think, other oh, I think I would take that over smelling like But I mean, how many conversations am I going to have with people if I smell like poo?
1: Yeah, it's true. We could do podcasts.
0: <laughs> I could do podcasts. I mean, we, you, know, <laughs> you know, I could do um, it at yeah. a distance.
1: Yeah. But, but I find this a question that separates, right? Because right, you're well, someone who really enjoys people's company. You enjoy a good chat. Yeah. Want others to enjoy your company, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want them to smell you smelling like poo. You no. wanna you wanna smell nice.
0: In fact, I, um, and we might come on to this later, but I collect mm. fragrances like aftershave. So I've got uh-huh. sixty of yeah. them. Like, nice. Sixty plus something like that, because that's kind of my, yes, yeah. my, yeah. my my thing. That's part yeah. of almost the mask. Like I wanna smell good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will do the same. I go through perfume like there's no tomorrow because I am so paranoid. I mean, smells like having, if someone ever said to me I had bad breath, I think I would drop down dead there yeah. and then. Like, yeah. I would actually die to <laughs> think that I smelled my bad breath. Smells are really important, aren't they? Because we yeah. want others to think well of us, don't we? And to think we smell nice.
0: So, what would you rather then? Would you rather
1: so smell I, a poo or I smell? i you. And I thought everyone would be the same. Surely everyone would rather smell poo then smell of poo but the amount of people who answer that question and say I couldn't care less what other people think of me I'm not
0: really
1: yeah that's what I love about that question often people don't want to answer because it's about poo and oh we don't talk about poo yeah Mm -hmm. but most of the time people will answer it yeah and it's a good reaction you know so I feel like you have to have these sort of questions you ask
0: I think so because I can't remember who who said it but it was along the lines of if, if you want to be interesting kind of be as open as a child like yes. uh, children are naive they're not worried about being judged mm. and, and they'll just tell you anything that's on their mind they'll tell you you know what they like to do with their bogeys and
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and kind
0: of like we were saying if if we are reluctant about giving ourselves like the genuine article yeah then I think you are you're never going to be Interesting. So here's another question. Can you fake being interesting?
1: You know, you can, which is shocking to me. (gasps) Okay. Well, I don't know if you'd call it faking, but you can learn to be interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So there's like there's things you can do in order to make yourself more interesting. Yeah. Um, the first one that's so I've got a list here of things I thought would make you a bit more of an interesting person, things you could the first one is passion so to have passion about something or things in your life uh-huh. just that person. a there's nothing worse than someone who's you know who's sort of what would you call it not horizontal about everything but you know they're super laid back which is lovely but you yeah. do want passion in your life don't you yes even if it's talking about poo or breath you know yes. you want that passion I That's think so
0: I think so yeah. I mean if you have if you have very safe jokes and very safe hobbies and very safe opinions, then you're yeah. probably no- known as being quite a safe kind of plane, Jane, aren't you?
1: That's it, exactly. And the passion doesn't always. I think it's <laughs> difficult because, again, here comes back into the thing of we shrink back to not make others feel rubbish. Yeah, uh, I'm. I love anything eth- ethical. I always say ethnical, but that's not the right word. <laughs> Ethical, cool. that's what that does. Ethical or like okay. organic. I love to try and buy like um, clothing that's ethical, that's been made. Yeah. The people who made it have received a good wage. It's really. I would rather pay more for my clothes and know that it's come from a good place. Yes, like,
0: like a sustainable kind of. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's really to me. Yeah.
1: But when when people ask me, like they might say, "Oh, I like I like what you're wearing or whatever," I will say, "Oh, thanks." Oh, think, but I straight away think in my head. I'm like, please don't ask me where it's from. Please don't ask me where it's from, because if they do. Then I've got to explain that it's ethical, <laughs> yeah. and then they feel bad that their clothing isn't.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: You, I know that sounds like a bit of a backward way of talk, and I'm not saying this to say oh, I'm interesting and they're not. That's not by any means. No. But the point is, we do hold ourselves back, and we're frightened to say I personally am frightened to say anything yeah. that I think might offend others or make them feel rubbish about themselves yeah you know it's a tough one isn't it
0: i think it's an art isn't it to be able to say what's on your mind but kind of in a way that isn't perceived as being offensive in any way
1: exactly tactful at the same time yeah so it's having that passion yeah and and ultimately you can't please all the people all the time so some people agreed you just won't be their cup of tea and that's the way it is yeah. But you still have to be your authentic self, don't you
0: Yes
1: you still have to do that um so also about being more interesting, we've mentioned it already, but willing to try new things
0: yeah
1: have you tried any new things lately mark
0: so uh, it's a bit of a running joke i am um i'm kind of known for consuming new things, and I don't mean like materials I, 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 I just love trying new things and and so there's this running joke that mark's got this like hobby graveyard because he just tries <laughs> things he throws himself into it and then i might discover that no it's not really my cup of tea and i'll move on like i'm yeah. always always exploring new yeah. ideas and new experiences yeah. and new interests because that's just kind of what makes me tick yeah 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 and, I get so anything i get into i i kind of dive right in as I say like fragrances yeah I, I get into it and then years later I, I find out about the science and the art of making fragrance and I go start collecting or we spoke the other week about coffee you know suddenly I'm into coffee and I, I know where the bean was grown and I know how it was produced and I know that it was roasted up to the, the first crack and I know that an extraction ratio of one to two is probably the idea it's like
1: that's phenomenal, though, to know all that, like to know about what you're you, it's not just half hearted when you do something. That's a no, good thing. I,
0: but here's the danger. Mm. Um, it is possible for that in itself to become boring. Like if I was only to describe like facts and details of something, I think that can be bland. Like we all know people.
1: Yeah, who just do that,
0: who just do that. And, you know, you question their social skills when when they can only relate details and statistics and facts about things rather than emotion.
1: It's true. We we had a similar thing growing up. There was a, a friend who lived nearby and like we would genuinely hide if we saw him pull up because he was one of them who had done everything. I mean, he'd done everything you mentioned ice cream you know I used to own an ice cream van (laughs) and then it'd be into detail about this ice cream van don't get me wrong interesting but do you want three hours of someone telling you everything they've done and they've had this experience and they've had that experience and it is interesting but maybe for like 10 minutes
0: exactly and and as I say that's the difference between an interesting life and an interesting person
1: yeah yeah, but I mean, the stories that you can have about these things you've tried can be funny anecdotes when you are with people, can't they?
0: So yeah, so I was going to come onto this at some point, and it might as well be now. <laughs> I know your family are—they're good storytellers.
1: Very good. Yeah, they like, go the long round, but they are good.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I was. Um, taking the, the mick out of your Uncle James, he, this was a little while ago, he was telling the story of a new co-op that opened up locally near Banbury, near them,
1: mm. and
0: man, he was raving about it, and he was telling this story, and it was only until I sort of stepped back and, and realised, actually, we're talking about a co-op here, James,
1: yeah, the passion. It, the passion.
0: actually, it was a very, very dull story, <laughs> like, you know, yes. it, it wasn't a money-maker yeah, But he, he to begin with, he made it sound quite interesting. He and does. I think that's, that's the key of interesting people, that they're just good storytellers.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they know they have a way of being able to pull you into the story where you're yeah. sort of hanging on the next word, even though, as you say, it is about something quite, you know, not always that interesting. But they are. I mean, the stories that my dad has told... <laughs> like typical cockney like has got the words yeah but he is people love being in his company because not necessarily that he's been the most adventurous person with his life because he hasn't i mean he has done some amazing things but he's actually quite when it comes to food you know um he's very english very you know he won't try anything new I think the other day I popped in and I can't remember what I had and I said to him oh I made espresso martini so uh-huh. I was talking to my mum and dad's right my new favorite drink by the way it's yes. amazing um, I love coffee like you so I was yeah. like oh, making espresso martini he would not try it Mark I was like have a sip yeah how do you know you won't like it because so I just know I just know you know like that it winds me up
0: <laughs> wow but so what, yeah. what, what? Out of interest, what was the coffee martini? I uh, So I watch um, a YouTuber called James Hoffman, and he he had one the other day.
1: So what was in it?
0: I can't remember. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: So I do it with. You can do it with loads of different things, but I like to be able to taste the coffee. I don't like it when something's super duper sweet. No, uh, so yeah. I. I used that coffee liqueur, right? And I'm going to say it completely wrong because I don't know how to say it. K- Kahula, Kahula, oh, Kah- Kahula. Kahlua thank you so I use that yeah I make um espresso yeah and then you add that together with vodka nice it all up. they do say to put like a coffee bean on top and you can right. and I always shake it a lot add ice you know the whole lot yeah. Yeah. but I like it for me they say to add sugar and all this other stuff mm-hmm. but I don't like it like that because I think it's too sweet but yeah that's how I do it.
0: I like it. Because there's a theme here, because in our previous episode, the, the guest came up with a, a cocktail that people have tried. Because there's a theme here, because in our previous episode, the, the guest came up with a, a cocktail that people have tried. So, Oh, people, really? People will try that one, no doubt. Yeah, try so, it. So your dad, Terry, wouldn't try this then?
1: No, no, he wouldn't, no. And my husband's Italian, and he yeah. wouldn't, like, I've cooked all different meals for my husband, and my dad won't try it you know, and don't get me wrong, he is an interesting person, but on that it winds me up because you can be the greatest storyteller, I mean he tells this story about the time this friend came to visit with their dad right? Yeah. And the dad got an upset stomach and destroyed my mum and dad's downstairs toilet, I mean he <laughs> destroyed his toilet, okay they called the story Poogate. they called the story Poogate. okay because, like, to the point where like it was just horrendous. It was the story when he tells it, I cry. I've heard it about four times, and I cry with laughter. Uh-huh. So, it can be the best at telling a story. Yeah. So that is part of being interesting, isn't it? I... Being able to be good at telling a story,
0: yeah, and, and being committed to the story as well. Yeah. Like, like again, we kind of we lose faith and we back out. Like, like I know interesting people that almost before they start a story, there's like a hook. Yeah, like they start they they hook you in by saying I don't know um I t- you know I had the most awkward embarrassing day ever today let mm-hmm. me tell you about it compared with someone who says oh you're probably not interested in this but yeah um interested p- interesting people tell a story with absolute conviction
1: yeah
0: and yeah. faith that you know they found it entertaining and you're gonna find it entertaining as well. Exactly.
1: I mean, it just reminds me, the other day my husband came home and he said to me, Jazz, you're never going to believe what happened to me today. I said, what? He said, I was in this queue. He said, I was in this queue and um, there was this quite a large girl in front of me in the queue. But there was these two other girls like laughing at her.
0: Right.
1: And I kept butting in. I said, well, I hope you said something. I said, I hope you said something. Leave her alone. He's trying to like get to the point of it. And then he said, and then they said this. I said, well, I, and he's going, Jazz, Jazz, let's. <laughs> Tell the story. It turned out that it was a joke because then he said, "Oh, in the end, he said, I did say to them, leave her alone. She's got enough on her plate. <laughs> I said, I thought you were actually telling me a proper story. <laughs> he really committed to it, which made me, do you know what I mean? So exactly you have to commit. You have to commit to it. Um, I did punch him after because I thought it was a mean joke. but <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you know, Brilliant. No, I agree. I think um, to some extent. There is a a kind of fundamental truth that nobody's boring. Yeah. So I, I think if we are surrounded by boring people, I, I suspect it's probably me. Like I haven't listened intently enough. I haven't asked enough. Like to be human is in itself extremely interesting. Now there's a difference between whether someone's interesting in a slightly awkward, peculiar way, compared to a a kind of entertaining, charming way. Mm. Everyone's interesting but I think what we're we are kind of aiming for is the more engaging chart yeah. interest, yeah.
1: yeah a but, bit charismatic even yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I get completely and I think it's one of those things where we all hope that we're interesting it would be awful to come away and someone say oh flipping it she was naff boring you know what a boring person and I will spend time with people and I I will want to ask certain things but I'll think am, am I prying you know am I prying to ask that you want to ask questions that are lo- like nice questions and that you're engaging but that don't seem like prying yes you get that balance isn't it
0: yeah i agree i um i think <laughs> there's a real art in being able to listen and then mm. ask appropriate questions like i don't think we're very good at listening like we hear things but i think we listen and we are as we're listening we're forming we're formulating our next sentence yes we're we're listening with a view to respond rather than understand
1: absolutely and you've even seen it have you ever seen it on someone's face where you've been talking to them they're not looking you in the eye yeah and you're thinking you're not even listening to what i'm saying to you and emmy and me have a running joke now my husband he'll he'll be talking to me and if he thinks i'm not interesting he will say you know jazz um these aliens came down to like, <laughs> and they like that and sometimes he'll get fully into it and I still haven't listened and it'll get to the point where the aliens are taking over and I still haven't listened so it's so true actually engaging, looking someone in the eye yes. and really listening to what they're saying yeah. is, is definitely an art to be learned um,
0: It is, it is, I mean you're using your, all of your non-verbal cues, your body language and your gestures and facial expression That that's how we that's how we, we emote. And, yeah. and that is the difference between telling a story with kind of details yeah. compared with emotion. Yeah, definitely.
1: And not being afraid of the silence. I think a lot yes. of us jump in because we're afraid that someone might finish what they're saying. We, we haven't thought of the next thing to say. So there's going to be this awkward silence in between. Yeah. So we have to really jump in with something, even if it's utter verbal diarrhoea. We have to jump in with it because... Otherwise, it's going to be this quiet.
0: Yeah, we are afraid of the silence. I know with um, everything ends up being back to like I I constantly make this comment about a couple of diplomas got in psychology. I'm not saying that to.
1: No, no, I'm actually going to ask. As as bragging
0: or anything. No, no. But one of the skills you are taught Mm. in terms of being able to counsel and help is the role of listening and being able to sit with that silence. And being able to to allow the person to suffer, like, <laughs> so we typically want to jump in because we want to buoy them up and we want to make them feel better and we we try yeah. and fix things and come, But actually, what the one of the most game changing things is just to sit and listen and allow that person the time to get those thoughts out in words. And
1: often that's the 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 key isn't it is leave it, it feels uncomfortable but when you mm. wait people will come to you
0: yeah. they
1: will respond
0: yeah
1: i mean having done the psychology and looked into all of that mm. has it given you a different insight into what makes someone interesting for example like if someone's had trauma in their life if they've been through something does that kind of affect them as a person into how interesting they are? Does that? I don't know if that makes sense as a question, but...
0: Yeah, it does. Well, it, I mean, it goes one of two ways. If, if there's real trauma, then what can happen if the person sort of um, retreats and sort of hides in the shadows, almost literally, like if you see them at a, a social event, they'll be in the corner. But more sort of psychologically, they'll just retreat and they won't want to, they're not. They're not able anymore to to open up particularly, yeah. but yeah. equally there are others that that manage the trauma, and use it, and become more of an open person as a result, and sh- and learn to share their experience.
1: That's interesting, isn't it?
0: Because yeah. I've always,
1: I've always thought with I mean psychology is so interesting, you know, yeah. Yeah. so interesting always i mean i love watching any of those detective shows and right. like um me and my husband we were obsessed with the mentalist that program He can see sort of things on people's faces when they're yeah. telling I just love all that like how our body can't hide a lie how it has this reaction to lying like an allergic reaction start covering your mouth start touching your nose
0: yeah um, i love you, all of that have you seen lie to me
1: Oh I love it. Like I love it. <laughs> Honestly. Um but there's there's something so interesting about psychology. I mean, has it helped you in a lot of ways because sometimes I've thought I wonder if it does more good does more harm than good because it does it open up your mind more and help you realize things. It's one of those things I'm unsure about.
0: It's it takes um it takes a bit of courage mm. and um you have to acknowledge that you're going to feel quite vulnerable in doing yeah. that um there's an expression I, I quite I really like I use it all the time it's a Carl Jung expression and he says that which we most wish to find is in the place we least want to look in other yeah. words like yeah. to really kind of I hate the word you know find yourself and discover yeah, but, but to but get to
1: the root yeah
0: to get to the root and find strategies yeah. to deal with your anxiety or depression whatever mm. you kind of have to go to those very dark places and the yeah. very dark Yes. Road for
1: a bit. yeah but um, it's kind of like that phrase and again i hate it but like things will get worse before they get better like yeah. sometimes you've got to go through that in order to get to a better place but again just to mention the interesting thing again yeah i find like anything to do with psychology people who have studied it people who have had therapy counseling they're always quite interesting people to me anyway the ones i've spent time with yeah if they're sort of really in touch with themselves
0: yeah I, Everywhere. I, yeah and I and I think this is and I don't know whether this is personal and subjective or whether it's universal but I think for me interesting people have an interest in people like they're interested in yeah. ha- what makes people tick and emotions and and real life like they find interest in the mundane
1: yeah that's something I've always admired about you is you've got this way of being able to get people to open up and it's just something that I struggle with. I mean, I, I tend to talk a lot because I think if I talk a lot and I gabble on, <laughs> yeah, they might open up, you know, but often that doesn't always work. So that's something I've, I've always admired about you and my, a lot of my relatives are very good at it. They're very good at just getting people to open up. And again, I think they just ask the right questions (laughs) I
0: think um yeah I mean there's a lot to it It, there is we are drawn to people that are that are open themselves and expose their flaws Mm. Uh, and so typically we'll open up to to ones like them because we feel are going to be judged less I think questions are important asking the right questions Mm. Uh, but I do think again it comes back to the you know, what you were saying about overthinking things and you come back from a night out and you question everything. I think there is there is something about trying to put that to one side when you're listening and conversing with someone. Yeah. Like, don't, don't second guess the question. Just ask the question. Yeah. Because people are able to perceive the intention behind the question rather than the words. Like, even if you jump, you know, you get it messed up and you, you ask a question that's a bit awkward and comes across, like, people can read between the lines, they join the dots and they yeah. go, the intention of the question was right.
1: Exactly. And I think this ties in really well to, you know, often I feel like it's a bit almost selfish if you've been out for the night, you've come in, like, personally for me, mm. I've come in and I'm thinking about myself, I'm thinking, did I say this? And I think, for goodness sake, you know, you're not thinking about others and if they're okay you're thinking about the questions you asked and if you did a good job <laughs> it's like to be interesting we've got to leave the ego at the door haven't we we've got to leave our ego at the door and just keep checking our gut yeah getting to that feeling all the time and making sure that actually that's what matters
0: yeah and you. and we have to expose ourselves to that slowly yeah. because you know if that's our nature then to, to go to the other extreme and not care about, you know, how we come up. We're just not able to do that. So we have to gently kind of over time expose ourselves. And then we can test the validity of having asked those questions and been a bit more open. What was the result of that? Did it yeah. pan out all right? Or did I come across as an idiot? Or did people yeah. open up? Uh, and then you gain a little more confidence over time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Slowly but surely. Gain um, it and gain it.
0: And as I say, it's just about being interested. Mark Twain, he said something along the lines of, why shouldn't truth be strange in fiction? Because mm. actually fiction kind of has to make sense, but actual real life, it doesn't. And and yeah. real people, ordinary people, they can be the most peculiar, odd mm. individuals, but that can kind of make them interesting and engaging.
1: Definitely. and And it's like what you were saying earlier, I don't know if we were chatting before this or at some point we mentioned about children. Yeah. How they speak their mind. Yes. And there's so much, like, honesty in that. I know from our little girl, you <laughs> know, the other day we were in McDonald's. This was before lockdown, to be fair. We were in McDonald's and it feels like the other day, but it's not now. Um, and there was a dwarf in there. Right. So she shouted at the top of her voice, Mummy, it's a tiny little man. Mm-hmm. And and I was so embarrassed. But then I thought, she's not wrong. No. He's a tiny little man.
0: Yeah.
1: And she's not meaning that in a nasty way. And he just turned around and smiled. He's obviously used to it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I'm not saying we should go around shouting tack, tackless things. That's not, that wouldn't be kind either. No. You know, but it's, um. there was a friend of ours who was, so we had a friend whose friend had cancer really bad and obviously I'd heard about it from other people but I didn't really want to ask her about it I felt like maybe it's private it's personal she doesn't want to talk about it so I'm not going to go there with her
0: yeah
1: so a few weeks like seeing her regularly chatting away about you know small talk as you do how are you, how you and then I got to the point where I said I've just got to ask her because This actually, I feel rude now. Like, asked so I said, "Really hope you don't mind me asking you, but you walk with a stick. Yeah, you've got cancer. I just wanted to ask, how are things going? I don't know what cancer is. I don't know what treatment you're having. I hope you don't mind." She was so flattered. Like, she genuinely was really touched. Yeah, she said the amount of people who just don't want to ask me, um. Actually, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but I'm really, I'm really touched that you've asked, and I'm not saying that again to big myself up and say I did a good job there. But no, we hold back, don't we? Yeah. When we do let things go,
0: and we try and be as honest to ourselves as we can be, it pays off. It does. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I know. You know my own experience, and I've contributed to this because in the past I haven't been that open about my particular condition. Yeah. But over the years, you know, again with set um, uh, psychology sessions, mm. um, not just studying it but receiving, you know, therapy, yeah, um, you do learn to to become more open. And now there's the sense that. Friends and family are kind of playing catch up because they've always followed my cue, and they've cool. always they've always understood that well, Mark doesn't really want to open up and talk about things, which has <laughs> been true. Well, now yeah. that's changed, and now sort of friends are catch, slowly catching up. They, they're still a little bit reluctant to ask the questions.
1: Cool.
0: I, I want to talk about it now. i yeah, you know, I've got 40 exactly years of, of conversation. It's, I want to, you know, it. it's catch up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it must be, there must be some days you don't want. It. Maybe it's a bad day and you don't want to talk about it. How do you cope on those days if someone asks you? Have you learned to sort of deal with it better, or do you just? Yeah, rest-
0: I think that's that's part of the genuine, authentic self, isn't it? That you 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 allow yourself permission to say, do you know, what's a bad day? I'm not I'm not really in the mood to talk about it. So there's um there's an, an acronym. Uh, uh, let me get this right. Dear D E A R okay and the idea is that when it comes to conversation about something that is a bit emotive or sensitive Mm -hmm. you use this an acronym so dear stands for detail okay um e stands for emotion Yeah. a stands for assert and r stands for ruled so um you know when you when you're speaking about perhaps a trauma or a challenge in your life you might start off by giving like basic details so you know I was in hospital this is what I was in for blah 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 and then you might move on to emotion you know this is how it made me feel I was quite lonely and I was a bit scared and and then the assert side is about indicating to now the listener what you want from them yeah so it's about being able to say maybe you know, I'm telling you this, but I don't want solutions. I don't want fixes. I don't want pity. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. I might be another time, like you say, I, I'm not in the mood for talking about it. And then the R, uh, which is reward, is just acknowledging that you appreciate the person uh, yeah. asking, asking how you are.
1: Yeah, that's brilliant. I'll have to remember that.
0: Yeah, It just, um, you know, what it's like sometimes people ask you questions and you just, your brain freezes and then you can't articulate anything. And yeah. then you come across as a bit of a wally. <laughs> and so I kind of have this little acronym in the in the background because it almost kickstarts your yeah. mind working. You go, "All oh, right, yeah, okay, I know how to do this. It's a really yeah. simple formula. I just, you know."
1: That's, that I bet that works really well, though. Just a step by step work through it.
0: <laughs> it does, and, and you you don't panic. You know, when yeah. you ask the question, you sort of you freeze and you panic. This yeah. prevents that a little bit.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of the um the not that it's the same, but it's. And anac- an a- i can never say that and an acronym it just yeah, reminds yeah. me of- <laughs> um, the one when people say i'm fine they're freaked out they're insecure yeah. I, yeah. yeah I know the last one's emotional but yeah it's true listening reading between the lines of things um i bet that works really well though but you know i was thinking about um i don't know how you and Kelly got together I mean I I don't never heard the story of who liked who first but I love hearing like stories and how things started um I just love it romantic at heart but um Mm -hmm. so often if I'm with a couple I'll ask oh can I ask how you guys got together um and something that I've always found really funny is there's there was a time with me and Emilio where if I hadn't gone out on a whim I don't know if things would have worked between us or happened because we were waiting for a friend, and yeah. uh, it had been a long day. It was the evening. We were waiting for him to get off a phone call, and I didn't really know him very well, and I thought, what can I talk to him? And he's he quite quiet by nature. I thought, what yeah. can I talk about? So I was playing some music on my phone. I said, let's do a music quiz, see if you can guess who sing these songs. Okay. So I was playing some music and getting him to guess who guessed it. But I was starting to exhaust all my music options.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I really like some, quite, I like some quite heavy rock music.
0: Okay
1: so i thought should i just go for it and play and see if he can he'll be like are you a crazy lady so i, I put one on and he was like i love this band wow. and then it was like, boom, like there was a connection i was like oh okay you're not quiet and nerdy you're actually quite no, i'm joking <laughs> you're actually quite a nice person so we do have to go out on a limb sometimes don't we we do have you ever had to do that or have you ever done it with kelly did um... it ever
0: let me think. So we, uh, our anniversary is literally in one week's time. Twenty-one years. So, oh, wow. let me think. Did we? It was quite easy. Like, um, it's not actually. I mean, it is an interesting story because, of course, <laughs> there's you know two individuals that get together and <laughs> and live happily ever after. But actually, <laughs> I'd known Kelly a little while. She she was friends with your aunts. Mm. Up in your neck of the woods in Milton Keynes. So mm. I used to go up and see your family and you know, inevitably invariably I'd see Kelly from time to time at parties and um different bars and that. And it was yes. just kind of one well, night no, I think we all kind of went out for a meal and it was just like a long evening. We went to a meal and then we went to a pub and mm. and it was just like long conversations and it was just sort of started from there. And Kelly was quite uh, I wonder. Uh, I was quite. I don't want to say laid back. I was. I was probably nervous. it was probably out of fear. Like I, I didn't do much of the. I didn't do much of the work to begin with. <laughs> I don't think. So I Kelly, hope was... I hope that's changed. Oh, it has changed absolutely. She was the one that made the first phone call. And
1: no, do you know what? It's not too dissimilar from us. So I was. There's not really many with us so when people ask me oh so how did you guys get together it's similar you know mm. it was pretty easy just in the same yeah. friendship group and happened quite quite easy so again I always feel like my story is a bit of a a bit of yeah. a, a bit know, bland yeah I'm like yeah. there's some people who have got these amazing stories and they broke up and then years later they saw each other and they were gorgeous yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't have one of them either are obviously not that interesting
0: no. So what is our obsession with interesting then? Cuz cuz in the intro to this, I don't know if you've heard this yet. Yeah, yeah, you did the facts. Yes, but the one of the top kind of Google searches is how to be more interested. So why does why what is our obsession? Why does that become come before, you know, what how to be more kind or how can I be more generous or what is it about being interesting that we are all kind of trying to aspire to?
1: I don't know, maybe it's because we're all, the majority of people are people pleasers. Maybe because we're people pleasers and we, nobody wants to think others think bad of them.
0: Before, you know, what, how to be more kind or how can I be more generous or what is it about being interesting that we are all kind of trying to aspire to?
1: I don't know, maybe it's because we're all, the majority of people are People pleasers, maybe because we're people pleasers and we nobody wants to think others think bad of them. We all yeah. want to, we all like to think our friends think good of us and think good things about us, don't we? Yeah. Um, and that people pleasing can go to quite extremes at times, like being obsessed with being interesting. It's not good to be obsessed with being interesting all the time. I know from personal experience i oft like i've said i often wonder oh what, what does this one think what does that one think it's not good you've just got to be yourself haven't you
0: um... you have but, but but how do we do that yeah because i agree and we all say that we all draw that conclusion and yet for a lot of people as we are driving home from that particular dinner or social event or whatever we are wrapped with <laughs> self doubt
1: yeah yeah
0: so, so how, do, how do we actually get over that then?
1: Well, I guess we can work towards trying to be more interesting if, we're really, if we really do believe we're not that interesting. <laughs> I guess Ooh. we um, work towards trying to be more interested in others. Really, yes. like we've said, um, being passionate. Don't hide your quirks. If there's yes. things about you that are quirky, um, don't hide them because they're what make you you. Yeah. Um, and I think a big one, and I don't know what your thoughts are on this. Is it's not nice to always want to sort of be on the bandwagon, joining the bandwagon all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, often, you know, people like that—they're never the most interesting because they just want to follow what everyone else is doing. You've yeah. got to be a bit different and to to say things that are controversial at times. It's um, a risk, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean it's not that controversial but for breakfast this morning i had avocado i love avocado but it is people don't like avocado <laughs> and, you know that's only something simple as avocado <laughs> but it's funny how even saying what we like having a having a like can bring a reaction you know oh i like avocado oh i don't oh I, you know what i mean it's yeah. just being yourself being willing to say what you like what you don't like
0: do you think then that Um, modern society and things like social media has contributed to all of us kind of playing safe
1: definitely definitely do you agree
0: I I think I think it's contributed to yeah much of us wanting to just go down a certain lane and not really yeah not take any sort of details or
1: yeah and we we it's simple things like um we may not have like for example, I can't say it right kombucha or kombucha yeah I, I got on the bandwagon <laughs> because <laughs> I was reading up about about um live food that sounds really bizarre food that's yes. alive it's yes. know that. yeah. so, um I got on the bandwagon with kefir or however you say it and then I'm, I'm into kombucha you know yeah i didn't I didn't find those things on my own it's it's a bit of a, a what do they say it's all the rage, you know at the moment yeah, yeah thing doesn't necessarily mean we can't like it or be afraid of liking things that are popular
0: yeah
1: but it's also being willing to try new things isn't it um i i recently started to make my own jewelry um so i'd always wanted to do it
0: yeah
1: lockdown happened and um i thought you know i'm just gonna try and make a few and if they were all right so i thought let's just set up my own little shop maybe i could set one up on like etsy that um and to i would say my jewelry is like marmite like you love it or you hate it what? um i love anything that's recycled remade and yet when i sort of people might say to me oh how's the jewelry making going? and the first thing i say is it's all right but it's not everyone's cup of tea <laughs> why do i have to do that and i make wow. myself Holly, it's my instant reaction mark there's no there's no hesitation because i'm worried about what they're gonna think or what they're thinking, you know?
0: So let's analyze that. What, what what might they be thinking? What are you worried about?
1: Um I'm worried they're thinking it's rubbish and it's weird. Um and like it's a waste of time and it looks cheap or looks tacky, you know, all those things I worry about and I worry that they've just asked me to have a bit of a laugh secretly, you know, right. secretly there. Behind yeah. closed and when I leave, they're saying, "Oh, Flipping Eck, have you seen it? Let's it up. It's so funny." I don't know.
0: I don't know, Mark. Yeah. Where is well, it anything, all about anything creative? Is very personal, of course. Uh, and to some extent, there, there it is a reflection of us to some extent. So then, the the risk or the danger of someone not, you know, not yeah. liking, yeah. what we've created. Yes, yeah. we we can't help but, but it's personal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And it it's almost like with anything that's handmade, that's sort of arty, it's a bit of yourself almost that you've you've put out there. Yeah. And if someone doesn't respond to that, you do feel to say uninteresting, you feel uninteresting. Because yes. you sort of put part of yourself out there and the person hasn't responded. Well really that's like life, isn't it? Yeah. That's gonna happen.
0: So it how was- how many of it how many experiences have you had so far of having set your Etsy page up and how many bad or, or negative reactions have you had so far?
1: Like, I think I've had one
0: out, out of out of oh,
1: hundreds, you know, one. It's so silly, but that's the one that you remember, isn't it? That's
0: the one we focus on. Yeah.
1: That's the one we remember. And it's what I was reading the other day about, um, about, I think it's a psychological thing. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but it was reading about for every negative you hear about yourself, it takes something silly like 200 compliments or 200 good things in order for you to get over that one bad thing. I don't know how yeah. true that is. Yeah. Then we can't, we struggle to remember all the good. We remember that one bad.
0: We do. Um, yeah, it's cognitive distortions. And, and to some extent, um, our minds are hardwired to pick up on risk and danger which is why we focus on the negative so so for example let's come and hold a piece of paper with a dot on like a yeah. spot in the middle and they say what do you see and everyone says i see a spot actually the answer is there's a white page yeah it's a white blank page. there just happens to be a little dot in the middle. but we just focus we zoom in on the negative yeah um and and so the idea is that we gradually find strategies to learn how to not ignore not ignore the negative but just to put it in its place
1: yeah yeah that is so is that human nature i mean that we can have a, a great day i mean yesterday i had a great day yeah but i was in um i went shopping long story short that's what everyone in my family says, and it's never short. Long <laughs> story short, but I'm going to tell you the whole story. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: We went to the cafe, went to this cafe, me and my mum,
0: yeah. and my
1: little yeah. girl, and my mum was queuing up, but I forgot to get there some juice. Wow. So I go past the queue, didn't think anything of it. You're in a cafe, took my mask off because I'm in a cafe, yeah. got some juice, and as I'm coming back around, this woman puts her, her pram in front of me and won't let me get past. I'm so thick, I thought she just hadn't seen me, so I said, oh, it's she shouted at the top of her voice in front of everyone. You haven't even got your mask on. Oh. You've passed me once already. Go all the way round. So she wouldn't let me come in the exit. So I started to cry. Because, I, oh. you know, it makes me cry because I'm embarrassed. There's this yeah. people. She's made a scene. So I said to her, you know, I'm so sorry I didn't realise. Well, you need to grow up. You know, she's shouting at the top of her voice. So right. I down and I'm crying. And my mum, me and my mum were chalk and cheese. So my mum let yes. her. My mum says, you know. How dare you speak to her like that? There's a way of speaking to people. Actually, her daughter was sat over there. She didn't want to go all the way around because she couldn't see her. So why don't, and then my mum's going, you have a nice day. (laughs) I'm sat crying and my (laughs) mum. But that was the one thing about the day that played on my mind all day. What could I have said differently? Could I, should I have stood up for myself? She was right. I should have gone the other way. You know, why, why do we do that? Yeah, I had a lovely day, you know,
0: but. I would ask, what's wrong with that? Really? Like, like, like that's a nasty experience. So why? So, so I would, I would argue that the way you reacted was appropriate to the situation. Like, um, think of a different example, like anxiety. Mm. So you know, there's, there's kind of clinical anxiety, and, and so anxiety has a bit of a bad rep. But yeah. Actually, if you're walking down a dark alley at night and someone jumps out of you with a knife, it's yeah. appropriate to feel anxious. Absolutely. Yeah. So in the situation that you're in, I I would argue it's appropriate to have got upset and for it to kind of
1: have played on your mind a little played bit
0: on your mind throughout the day because you're you're human. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I think one of the strategies is is to not beat yourself up about feeling that way, yeah. because sometimes when we try to fight certain feelings, those feelings push back, and we get this kind of pushing, this sort of power struggle between how we think we should feel um in respect to our, our true emotions. And if we were just just to accept and just to say, Do you know what, I was having a lovely time that really ruined it, and I was a bit yeah. upset by that, and. But yeah. that's what it is to be human, and you know, I know I will get over it in a few days. But I'm allowed to. I, I'm allowed to acknowledge that that was an upsetting situation.
1: Yeah, is that what it is? Is it because we don't allow ourselves? We feel we feel guilty if we're not positive all the time. If we're not,
0: we feel there's a there's a perfect way to react to every situation. I think, yeah. and 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 if we don't react accordingly, we yeah. beat ourselves up, and then it, you know. Uh, and then we're sort of super critical and we overthink things and then we give that particular feeling and thought much more power than it deserved
1: oh absolutely absolutely and it's it's one of those things these experiences in life not that that's a particularly horrendous one but these experiences that we go through and things that sort of mold us into who we become yeah um they're not They're not things to be ashamed of or things to feel like we have to feel like we've got to make excuses all the time. Actually, we're all made so different. And that's the beauty of life, isn't it?
0: It is. its And and so my question to you is, how do you think the listeners, having heard your little experience, how do you think they would feel and respond now?
1: I'd love to think that in a small way, everybody would just try and be more authentic and not not hide the things about them that make them the amazing person that they are which sounds yeah. really super cheesy you know be amazing no, no. You're good. <laughs> but um but but if 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 anything could be taken away from this it's that we're all imperfect and we're all going to make mistakes yeah. but those things they don't define us our mistakes and the things we're maybe not so good at they don't define us What what defines us is being ourselves and those things about us that we love and our likes and our dislikes and just being true to yourself. Yeah. It makes sense. And I
0: think people would have warmed and felt empathy given the story that they've just heard. Like like it would take a, a, a very, very cold, hard person.
1: Well, you never know. The woman might be listening in, Mark. She <laughs>
0: the might woman be is... listening in, but she might have had an awful day herself and exactly. she might be wracked with guilt now. And Exactly. Um, Yeah, I think most people would have felt closer to you, even if they don't know you. I think they would have warmed to um, the person that they imagine you might be because you've been open about that. And I think that comes back to interesting people are able to do that. Like not everyone would have had the guts necessarily to tell that story. Or they might have told the story, but not included the bit about crying and they might not not have included all the details, but that's what makes, that's what draws us.
1: It does draw us to others. And I think I was really gutted because she went, she fed her child and then she went, she had a little baby in a pram and she probably had a bad day, as you say. And I try, I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt. And I, I really hoped I had to do my shopping after that. And I thought, I really hope she's in the shop. And I get the chance to say to her, look, I'm really sorry that I, upset you so much yeah um this is such a crazy time for everyone and i would never want to cause anyone more harm but can i just say there is a way to speak to people and i really yeah. want the opportunity to and, yeah. I, and i say to her you know we're, this is hard for everybody we're all trying to muddle through in our own way A kind word it goes a long way yeah but then i was glad i didn't see it because i don't think it would have fallen on <laughs> <laughs> receptive heart um but that's the point isn't it being open, being honest, and just saying how you feel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, so, being, and being, like, really open, like, really yeah. genuine, because even that you can kind of fake a little bit. Like, <laughs> like, and, and I, again, I've been guilty of this, you open up to a certain point.
1: And then you stop.
0: And then you stop. So, yeah. and you give the impression that to, to, to someone that you've been really open and honest, but actually it's been very, very controlled and you've only revealed what you want to reveal. Yeah. Oh. And, and that, isn't, that isn't authentic and open in itself. That's not to say you have to reveal every secret about no.
1: yourself. No, but it takes, um, it takes discernment, doesn't it? You've got to discern a situation and, it's, it's, and again, it comes into account if you're interested in others because if you know someone very well, say a friend or a relative and you just notice something about them isn't right, is having the courage to be able to say, or even message them, and say, "I know it's just something in your face, something in your disposition wasn't right." I really hope oh. you don't me saying, but if you need me, I'm here. Like being brave enough and courageous enough to, to put yourself out there, even if you're wrong. Yeah. And fine. Just, I mean, I messaged a friend once, and I said, "I'm, I'm really sorry, oh, you were a bit off." He said, oh, "I just had wind today." You know, like it made me laugh <laughs> because. He yeah. said, um, "I get a bit of a funny face when I've got wind," and I was like, "That's that's fine. That's fine. Natural." Wow. Um, but yeah, it is willing to be to put yourself out there, like you yeah. said.
0: And so, I guess having spoken about you know being interesting, I I think we've we've kind of discovered what we suspected in the beginning. It's not about interesting lives. It's not even about interesting stories. Mm. It really does boil down to just being. Interested in
1: people,
0: yeah, and yeah. being interested in um in just living. Like Oscar Wilde, he said, "To live is the rarest thing in the world." Most yes. people, most people exist. Yeah. And I yeah. think in modern day, that's what we do. We kind of exist, and it's all
1: yeah. we plod, of, don't we?
0: Plod. We plug, we plug in this very sterile, anodyne life. Yeah. Actually, interesting people live it
1: yeah and that's something else not to cut you off there but i will, no, no. I, will, I, I don't say this um if there's something you really want to do like for example i've always wanted to do pottery do it like do don't it. let you hold back from things um if you want to open up a crazy jewelry shop open up a crazy jewelry shop i mean you made a bench the other day didn't you was it a bench you made it was yeah so
0: make a
1: bench make a bench
0: do what there's, there's, you want to do yes
1: yeah. and it is i mean recently i know this is getting a bit long so i'm not going to um, no, that's fine, but I am um, I always wanted to make my own candles I mean Mark I don't know what I was thinking I bought this wax stuff to and I melted it down what a fico! I'm melting it down and I imagine a hard candle so I melted it down and it goes like liquid and I said oh no what have I done I've melted it too much and I poured it down my sink
0: <gasps>
1: <laughs> yeah so if you're having a bad day anyone who's listening to this and you're feeling afraid to try things you're never going to pour hot wax
0: down yourself oh yes yeah, well, so here's I, another, here's another <laughs> classic example of my hobby graveyard i did yeah. exactly the same as you no suddenly, way suddenly i wanted to make a load of candles <laughs> and, I, and i made one or two and now oh. in the bottom of my wardrobe is a great big like kilo bag of little <laughs> wax pellets. Little
1: pellet things yes
0: yeah. <laughs> they're still there i bet your wardrobe smells nice though they're still there and in my drawer i've got like a 50 odd wicks that haven't been used <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so funny that is so funny but, but you know I, what
0: but i'm my, quite g- pleased that i tried it
1: yeah exactly and do you know what one day if you want to make someone a gift
0: Isn't you never, know it's never going to happen i've I realized oh. i realized it was way too much work it's much easier just to go down to the range and buy some smelling oh, candles man, tk maxx all the way seriously
1: <laughs> it was such a faff and i've i now had to boil my kettle and like kept pouring hot water down there to like melt it oh. and, Along this line of where I live,
0: my road, like someone's going to have major blockage
1: because of what I did. I don't
0: know. Well, I, I I managed to destroy one of Kel's big pots. Oh no way! As I was trying to, yeah, boil this wax. <laughs> but there's an interesting story. I mean, exactly. is it interesting? I don't know. I think
1: I think so. I've got this really funny image in my head of your wardrobe and these like pellets that look like something that like, you feed to a cow. You know, like inside of <laughs> your cupboard.
0: Yeah. And it's a little reminder every time I open the wardrobe and pull a shirt out, it's a little reminder that, you know,
1: I tried. Exactly. And I'm it... <laughs> oh, Yeah. That's brilliant. Honestly. And um, I think that's people will be so surprised if they start trying things, what they can do. We often say, oh, well, like I've said, I don't want to do pottery because, I mean, where am I going to keep the wheel? Where am I going to do it? But it doesn't matter. Just try it. Just do. go and try it.
0: I... You don't know where life can go, do you? Well, I'm not. I'm not a confident person. But for whatever reason, I, I've got no idea. But I've always been fed, fair... Is confidence the right word? Um... You seem confident. That surprises me. Yeah, no, I'm not confident at all. That's just a mask. But I'm fairly confident in trying things, in my ability to kind mm-hmm. of get there or thereabouts with a project mm-hmm. or. Because, you know, you've got Google, you've got YouTube, there's nothing that's not on there that you can't, you know, follow a step-by-step kind mm-hmm. of um instructions, if you want. And I've just always been fairly good at giving things a go. Yeah. And fairly confident that even if it's not, like, perfect, it'll be there or thereabouts. Yeah, exactly.
1: And exactly. because of
0: that confidence or naivety or, you know, just...
1: Just willingness, willingness. Yeah, just
0: willingness. It's kind of always come out all right because I haven't been too cautious or too nervous.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, there's so many, there's so much information out there. Like you go on YouTube, you go on, you can pretty much make anything you can imagine. Yeah. There'll be instructions on how to make anything, you know. And as you say, even if it goes a little bit wrong, it doesn't matter, does it?
0: It doesn't it really... matter. It doesn't matter at all. And I think... Also, what really helps is if you can kind of drag people along with you.
1: Yeah. Like, even
0: kicking the screen, if you've got, like, a new interest, a little bit like this podcast, to be honest, like, to begin with, it was going to be a very, very dull, lonely podcast because, to begin with, no one was interested. Oh. And quite rightly, I mean, you know, people have got busy lives and they don't necessarily want to hear themselves. But if you can drag people along with your passions and interests... Yeah. i think that's that's brilliant
1: yeah and it just adds a little bit of i mean again i'm so into the cheesy quotes but if it adds a little bit of sunshine if it adds a little bit of happiness a bit of originality to someone's day yeah um makes someone feel then you're on a winner aren't you yeah. you're on a um and i i think it's such a good idea and i'm so glad you did it um <laughs> And I remember when I texted you and I said, "Oh, I just listened to one; they're so good." Um, I would never have thought that I could have I could speak for an hour about anything. So oh, who- I had
0: no doubt, Jaz, that you could speak for an hour. Up <laughs> oh, <thank> you!
1: <laughs> Give me all day, Mark.
0: There was no doubt. In fact, I texted for you. I text like your uncle, and, and yes.
1: there,
0: was, there wasn't one person that didn't say, "Oh, I'd love to hear that." She can't well, talk.
1: Oh well, that's good then. I'll I, Honestly, I'll give my nanny Bev a run for our money. <laughs>
0: Do you know we what? Should... There's, we was, um, I can't remember who was we were speaking to, but we were speaking about Bev and her ability to repeat a story that she's told you. Like, she'll tell you a story. Don't get me wrong, it's a good yeah,
1: story. She's told you. She's
0: made it, she's made it live and it's funny. <laughs> but then she'll tell you again. And even when you interrupt and say, like, Bev, you've you oh, She'll carry
1: on. Yeah. And my husband, he honestly, Emilio dies. He just, he finds it hilarious. He's like, you told us, Bev. You told us this yesterday. You told us this earlier tonight. Yeah. Like, like oh, she's so funny. Yeah.
0: It's so and funny. She, she, like, she, like, she acknowledges, oh, did I? Oh, right. And then she just plows on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And my, um,
1: it's funny how people have all got these little quirks, things they do. Like my, yeah. um, my dad has got this tendency to point. Like, he points at people as he's talking, and it's just passion. How are yes. you? You all right? Point. <laughs> yeah, I did this. And, he's, and people have said to him, you know, it's rude to point. He still does it, Mark. Yeah. He still does it. <laughs> I love him. I love him.
0: So, that, yes. so, someone, so someone is listening to this at home,
1: mm.
0: and they, are, they, are, they feel they're not particularly interesting. They're not particularly engaging. Mm. So what can we give them? What can we give them now to help them? Like in, a, in a, just a couple of sentences or a couple of tips or what is it, do you think, if we boiled it down, that people could actually use that isn't too scary?
1: Yeah, I would say be genuinely interested in others. Yeah. Genuinely interested, not pretend. Yes. Um, and don't be afraid to be your authentic self that's. I think that's. I personally, personally, I don't know if you've got anything else to add. I think that's.
0: I think that's it. I think it's. Um, people say things like it's complicated. I don't think it is complicated. No. I think it's. I think we confuse complicated with hard. I think to be interesting is actually very simple, mm. but it is hard. Like if yeah. that's not us. If we have a sort of certain predisposition to being a bit overthink, you know, overthinking and overcritical, and but I absolutely agree with you. I think one of the keys is to to be active and constructive in our response to people. So, like, if someone says, "You know, I I've got I got a promotion uh, at my job," mm. it's possible to well, a it's possible to show show no interest. But it's possible to be quite passive and say, oh, well, you know, that's that's good news. You deserve it and leave it there. That's yeah. not interesting. No. If you're really genuinely interested in people, you'll kind of know how important that promotion is to someone and you'll want them to yeah. almost relive the the event for you. So where were you? You know, what What did the boss tell you? What did he say? How did that make... I think that shows interest in yeah. people. And then we we perceive that as that person's interesting
1: yes yes so true so true and I think another big thing in the same sort of vein as that is if we as has been mentioned time and time again already we worry a lot about what others think of us
0: yeah
1: what they think of us isn't our business as much as we shouldn't just have ugly personality traits and then say well this is me you've got to put up with it no if there's things about us we need to work on then we should be working on those things But what other people do think of you isn't your business. So just be yourself. Mm. Say what what you feel. Say what you think. And like you said, be jet-like. If someone's had something happen to them, ask the right questions. Be genuine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it.
1: I love it. Brilliant. Have we made the world right, Mark?
0: I mean, we've made a good start, I think, Jazz. (laughs) We've made a good start. I love it. We now now have a a, a small community out there that's that's becoming very, very interesting Mm. and engaging and charming. They're
1: going to start their new candle-making business. and
0: (laughs) They're going to start making jewellery and collect fragrances. (laughs) They're
1: going to take all my work, Mark.
0: You've started this little trend. (laughs) What is your Etsy page out of interest so our listeners can... Oh, um,
1: guys, you won't like it. No, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) It's called Jazz It Upcycle. Jazz It It Upcycle. Cycle, Because it upcycled
0: things. So, so out of interest, how did that make you feel, plugging that? Was there a lot of reluctance to do that just
1: oh, yeah. Like, yeah. super reluctant. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, no, if people look at it, they're going to be like, this is the crazy girl who was on that podcast.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see, won't we? We'll put that we... to the test. Yeah, we will. <laughs> put that to the test. I yeah. think people will love it. It's been so good to have you on the show. Thank
1: you for having me. Thank you yeah. so much. I hope I didn't gabble too much for you.
0: No, it was absolutely brilliant. It was a very easy conversation. Listeners at home are going to, yeah, they, it flowed nicely.
1: Oh, that sounds good. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you.
0: To... And as me... I said in the intro, the irony is that we've spoken about how to be more interesting. Turns out, Jazz, you're just interesting. Exactly. Exactly. Really good. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. Have a you too see you later mate bye bye well there you go i thoroughly enjoyed that conversation with jazz this afternoon i hope you did too it always strikes me that often the people that are the most kind and the funniest and uh, genuine and most interesting often have a hard time believing that of themselves and maybe that's uh, an example that you've heard this afternoon maybe we should change our mindset and make the assumption that we are probably interesting on a level in fact many levels and so the next time we're having a conversation with someone maybe the next time we're on a social setting be in the moment be present and have faith have conviction that what we're saying is of interest to someone But for now, we'll just thank once again, Jazz, for spending time speaking with us. Look forward to catching up with you again for our next episode. And if you think this may be of interest to a friend or a relative, don't forget to pass a link on.